This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Biv DeVoe. Yours truly Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This, this is Invo. This is India Ari. Hey, what's up? This is Brandy. Music and features from a woman's perspective. Intriguing conversation. Espresso. The Mocha Mix. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. This is radio from a woman's perspective. Tennis superstar Naomi Osaka did it. Gymnastics phenom Simone Biles did it. It several years before Michelle Williams of Destiny's Child did it. Stepped away from the spotlight for mental health reasons. But you don't have to be a superstar to need a break. Michelle Williams joins us to talk about her new book on mental health. She's got tips on the topic that our community loves to ignore. Cafe Mocha begins now. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique, along with Alani Love, our next Salute Them Awards is coming up September 12th, and it is dedicated to HBCU grads, alum that are oh, HBCU. I, I'm just so like, you know, me being a proud HBCU alum from Prairie View and m University, I am so excited that Cafe Mocha is finally doing this. You know, we really do want to highlight a lot of the HBCUs, especially the ones that really don't, you know, everybody know about Howard, but you know, you have Elizabeth State, you have North Carolina A&T. Um, oh, you know, Aggies. You know, what? I said Aggie Pride. Yeah, that's right. Aggie Pride. Um, also Southern, you know, of course, Prairie View. So um, we're still in the development stage of this, but Angie is going to be great. We also want to highlight all of the female uh, presidents of HBCUs. And we also want to highlight a woman who has really helped us um, you know, is helping HBCUs, and that's um, Mackenzie Scott. She was married to uh, Jeff Bezos, and um, you know, it was that that she got that over so many billions of dollars, and she has been donating millions to different HBCUs across the country. So I think it's appropriate for her to um, to also be honored, and we're honoring just regular HBCU alumni like you know Kim Whitley, folks like that it's going to be a wonderful show you know we're partnering again with bnc for it to air it will also be streaming i'm excited for it i know you're excited for it angelique because we don't get highlighted the way we should that's true on a side note i just think it's important to remind people that have student loans from hbcus there was money in the cares act to help take care of some of that so call your guidance counselor, call your financial aid person, make sure if you're at an HBCU that you get some of that, uh, some of that money to cover that, you know, those student loans, man. That is a good, you know what? I'm glad you uh, remembered that because this is like something that we need to make sure that we, we talk about, you know? So basically we're doing our theme. It's going to be September the, the uh, 12th. 
And, you know, we're also looking at some proposed honorees, the Thurgood Marshall College Fund, Valerie Daniels Carter from Lincoln University, Kim Whitley from Fisk University, Teresa Price from the Black College Expo. It's just a gamma of people. Plus, you can't forget about the Black Greeks. So um, we have Clark Atlanta and Spellman, you know, they, you know, we have so many. And it's like, and so, you know, we want to also talk about why we still are saying these are historically Black colleges. What was the purpose of them? So this is going to be a special for the whole family. Um, our last one was great. This one is going to be even greater. So September 12th, y'all have to tune in for the HBCU Salute Them Awards. We salute these HBCUs, okay? Yes, on BNC. Black News Channel. Black News Channel. It's Cafe Mocha. Angelique along with Lonnie Love. Lonnie, please do the introductions. Oh my goodness. She really doesn't need any introduction. Not really. She's a Grammy Award winning singer and author. She has a new book out called Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Can Save Yours. It's Michelle Williams. Hi, Michelle. Hello, everybody. How are y'all doing? You know what? We are fine. And I love the title of your book. Discuss why you wanted to make a book like this. Well, you know, it was simply a way for me to give people language to what they are going through. Um, Language for maybe what they had been through. And now they're like, oh, that's what it was or language for a loved one. You know, I've had people um, send me messages saying, you know what, I've never dealt with depression, but I have a loved one that has, and it's helped me respond better to them. What about the stigma? Because you know how our community is. We just say, oh, that's just auntie. You know how she Mm -hmm. is. We don't want to call it mental illness. What about that part? Absolutely. Um, how you're so right. I, I can just think of, you know, like you said, you go to a family reunion and somebody's like, don't you mess with uncle so-and-so, you know, cause he crazy, but it's like, no, he probably had a, a mental health issue or disorder or illness, whatever um, people like to label it that went undiagnosed. Right. Mm-hmm. So you don't know how to treat people. You don't know how to respond. People, you make fun of them. You bully them, not knowing that, no, there really is something going on. And what we're finding is a lot of the root of it is actually unprocessed or unhealed trauma. Yeah. And if you've been hurt enough, betrayed enough, trauma just isn't, um, a gunshot wound to the head. Trauma just isn't a dog bite or wound. Trauma is any overwhelming experience. It could be somebody walked out on you, the love of your life. That's trauma. Meaning, you know, when because sometimes when you think of trauma, you just think of blood and gory stuff. Trauma right. is also emotional. It's something that it's just an overwhelming experience that a lot of people haven't healed from or processed. Or we had Uncle So-and-so that went off to the war, Vietnam. Nobody knew how to respond to what these men and women were coming back home to. Give them some medication, but then what, what are you doing? You're medicating their trauma instead of helping them process and heal from it. 
on the line, Michelle Williams, we love her, Grammy award-winning singer and now author of a new book, Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Can Save Yours. The title alone, let's talk about how getting mm. real saved your life. How did it? You know, Lonnie, it's just either you're going to keep the mask on all your life. And I was wondering, you know, you guys, the industry that we work in, you walk to these red carpet events and all these parties and everybody's like, hey, girl, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> And it's like, Fake. people are, right, people are tormented. People are hurting. So it's like, I was afraid to get real about it because will people not want to work with me? Will you be seen as a liability? Well, maybe she's not emotionally strong enough. It's like, no, 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 I am. Now that I, I needed a year away, which I took, but I'm all right, you know? Um, so we have to get real about it because it helps free other people. You ever notice when somebody, when you're sitting down with somebody and they start opening up about something that they've gone through and they become a safe person, it's like they let their walls down. And before you know it, your walls come down and somebody can say, well, you know what? I've been through the same thing too. Or my, a friend of mine or my cousin goes through the same thing. I don't go through it, but what should I do? So just getting real helps to free people. That's, and you know what the thing is? Someone like you, Michelle, who has traveled all over the world, you're a global person, you know, with you saying it, that's going to make somebody go, well, if Michelle Williams is having issues and she got over it, I can too. But it took yeah. you having this courage to do something and to write something like this to say, okay, I'm mm. going to give you something, you know, how does that feel to be able to like, you know what, that's why I'm doing Is that the reason why you're doing it? To help you know people? what, to help people, like I said, to give language. Um, I remember I didn't get diagnosed with depression until I was in my thirties, but we traced it all the way back to the seventh grade. Wow. Right? And so I remember First talking about it in 2013, I was promoting the musical Fela. And I just remember talking and somehow the interview felt so safe, like the one I'm doing now, right? Mm -hmm. And I forgot what we were talking about. And I was like, you know what? You know, I've been dealing with depression. I actually, you know, got a diagnosis. And that happened in 2013 and it went everywhere. And I was like, Lord, what did I just do? I didn't know he was going, I didn't know it was even going to make the interview. Cause some, you know, you could talk to a journalist for an hour. Your five minutes worth of stuff in there. Come on somebody, <laughs> you understand. So that's what I thought was that. I didn't think anything of it, but I noticed the difference between 2013 and now in 2021. Mm -hmm. I really feel like the awareness is at an all-time high and I do sense the stigma kind of lessening a little exactly. bit. Exactly. Because now you see it, you know, even like this week with our gymnast, you know, Simone Biles uh, protecting her mental health. Yes. Um, Naomi Osaka, you know, talking about her mental health. So, you know, I have to applaud celebrities that actually say, hey, you know, protect our peace. I always say protect your peace, you know, because I think it's important, you know. Listen. You got to reset. What's that saying? If it costs you your peace, it's too expensive. Definitely. It's too it's expensive. So we're, mm -hmm. we're becoming more open to 
seeing the people that we know, love, respect, function with some of their mental health issues. But how do we get to the place where we stop trying to be strong mm. black women and when mm. we <laughs> stop trying to be, you know, brothers? We, yeah, I got this. I'm straight. I'm straight. How do we get to the place where we go? Yeah, I've been having some problems and then actually go get help. Because yeah. there's a big there's a big difference in acknowledging some things and then actually taking that step to get what you need because that's Ooh. a scary thing. Listen, somebody said, you know, you say that word a lot. I said, I do. It's like it's like a good buffer word or something. I got to figure out another word. Anywho, the three pillars of checking in: checking in with yourself, checking in with others, and checking in with God. Right. And I wasn't doing that consistently or with intention, right? But since 2018, checking into that treatment facility, I was like, girl, you got to, first of all, go back to what you know. See, what happens is you get going good and stuff is going good and you do a little patty cake prayer or something. Mm. You know, you read a little scripture. Okay, thank you, Jesus. And you just going about your business. But going back to the checking in with yourself part, if you can check in with yourself, I do it a minimum of three times a day. When I wake up in the morning, mm -hmm. I affirm life is going to happen, but how, I'm, how do I choose to respond to it? I'm going to have a great day no matter what happens. I can't control what life going to throw at me, right? So I think if we can do that, first becoming aware of, okay, how you're feeling and keeping it real, then about between 1 and 3 p.m., is definitely that second check-in with myself. How you doing? Did anything life happen? You know, did you get an email business-wise or a text that pissed you off? You know, did somebody cut you off in traffic and you're still fuming about it? You know, kind of doing that, right? And then uh, checking in with others. Who you, who's your accountability partner? Or just checking in with others to say, hey, how you doing? I don't know about you, but y'all, I FaceTimed with people the past year and a half that, I never thought I'd be FaceTiming with to check in with others, checking in with God. That third pillar is just an honest, honest conversation with God. It could look like, God, I'm overwhelmed. I need your guidance. Or it can be, God, I'm grateful. It, day, the day is running so smooth. Thank you. So if we can do that, and then the other part of checking in with others, strong Black woman, check in with others. Go to um, therapy for black girls or black female therapists and find someone to help you process pain and trauma. It doesn't make you weak. And if you're a person of faith and you're like, uh -uh, I can just go to Jesus, baby, prayer is a weapon. <laughs> therapy is strategy. I got that from Dr. Anita Phillips, and that freed me from any naysayers in church that was like, mm -mm. it's like, no, it don't lessen the God in me. Mm -hmm. to go and get therapy because I feel like we're not inclusive with mental health as we are with obstetrics and gynecology or cardiovascular health. We put mental health over there somewhere. Yeah. But if someone says, I got a diagnosis of lupus. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, what can I do to help? But if you're going through anything within your mind and your emotions. Just go take a walk. You just need to make some more friends. It's either that or... <laughs> 
you in sin. I told you to break up and so-and-so and stop shacking up. You wouldn't have this. Now, sometimes that is part of the problem. Your relationships can dictate your emotions. That's real talk, right? So I'm not discounting yeah. that totally. But to tell somebody they're not praying enough or you're not utilizing enough faith, it's like, but we don't tell that to somebody who goes to get their annual pap smear. No. So let's make mental health inclusive of all the various specialties of medicine that we champion. Definitely. Michelle, what's next for you? You, you wrote this book. What's next? I'm so excited. I'm going to keep the conversation of checking in going on January of 2022. I have the daily check-in coming out. It is a journal that supplements checking in. And I'm just going to keep talking about this. I, I know I believe I found either a, my second calling or was it my true calling? I'm not sure, but I know I'm to bring impact and bring healing through my words, not just through music, but from the words of this book and the words from my experience as it relates to my mental health journey. You know, Michelle, you've always been a light. You continue to be that for us. Thank you so much for being a powerful, beautiful, strong Black woman. We love you, sister. Thank you for y'all's time. And I so do appreciate that gift box that y'all sent me. Oh. I was out of town and I came home a little bit too late. Um, but thank you so much, y'all, for sending me that gift box. No well, thank problem. Thank you for supporting us. You know, the book is called Checking In, How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Can Save Yours. The author is Michelle Williams. Pick it up. This is Cafe Mocha. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you. Thank y'all so, so much. Thanks, sis. Yes, ma'am. See y'all. Bye. Bye. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Loving our brothers, men with strength, wisdom, assertive, and genuine in their spirit. It's the Cafe Mocha Swag. Hosted by Rashawn McDonald. Thank you, ladies. It's Rashawn McDonald from Money Making Conversations. This week, I sat down with Cafe Mocha Swag Award winner, Craig Melvin. Craig Melvin, co-host of the Today Show and author of the new book, Pops, Learning to Be a Son and a Father. It is a story about all the father figures in Craig's life and his encounters and how they shaped Craig's understanding of his role as a dad. I think that you can be shaped by negative examples yes. uh, um, just as much as you can be shaped by positive examples. In fact, I think in some instances, maybe even more so. Mm-hmm. So, you know, growing up, I, I didn't know the kind of man that I wanted to be. Um, I didn't certainly know the kind of father that I wanted to be, but up until a few years ago, I knew I didn't want to be anything anything like my dad. Yes. Um, and, and, and and that was what, what motivated me personally and professionally, probably to a certain extent, now that, I, now that I'm, I'm talking about it. If you want to hear my full interview with Craig Melvin, it is available on moneymakingconversations.com. Keep winning. It's getting too late. Here's your dose of espresso. 
Strong, hot news now. This is the Espresso Cafe Mocha hit the red carpet for the world premiere of Respect, the Aretha Franklin story starring Jennifer Hudson. She's always been one of my idols, and then for her to pick me to do this is beyond a blessing, a dream, an honor. I do not take it lightly. Marlon Wayans plays Aretha's first husband, Ted White. It was good to take a break from comedy because comedy is a, it's a lot of work. Not to say drama isn't, but all my pain, if something happens, I go, what's funny about this? That's what I do with comedy. And this movie allowed me to cry, allowed me to feel, allowed me to love, allowed me to slow it down and just, just be. Titus Burgess plays Reverend James Cleveland, and he talked about the relationship between Aretha and the Reverend. And I knew that he was her uh, mentor, um, but then they became best friends, you know, and in a roundabout way, he's largely responsible for some of the noises we heard via her music, uh, seeing as how he taught her how to play the piano and how to read music and all that good stuff. From the mask and socially distanced red carpet, I'm Angelique. Respect is in theaters now. That's the espresso. Nice, Gigi Sweet. We bouncing in the studio to that one. It's the Mocha Mix with Gigi Sweet. We got to thank Michelle Williams for sharing her personal story and her struggle with depression. You know, the past year and a half, it's been hard on the entire world. A lot of us have lost jobs, money, family members, and that's on top of the struggles that we already had before the pandemic. If you need help, don't be afraid to ask. There's no shame in it. Michelle Williams offers tips from a black Christian woman's perspective in her book, Checking In. How Getting Real About Depression Saved My Life and Could Save Yours. I also know a really good therapist, Christian brother out of Atlanta named Dr. Aldwan Tart. You can reach out to him at drtart.com. That's D-R-T-A-R-T-T.com. Just tell him Cafe Mocha sent you. Until next time, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting in partnership with Compass Media. Executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com.